Hey, you found the podcast, Life with Jerry Williams. I'm Jerry. Thank you so much for uh, listening. On this episode of the podcast, a new recurring feature. I don't even have a name for it yet. Maybe from the archives. I'm going to share a portion of an interview I did with Lauren Daigle. Uh, I did the interview in January of 2016 as she was getting ready to be in the Atlanta area for Winter Jam. That was uh, about a week or two before she released the single Trust in You, which turned out to be her first number one single. We're going to talk with Lauren about how she got her start. Uh, I'm also going to share some things that we can think be thinking about, especially during this time when there's so much negativity going on. But first, here's this week's good news. Chip and Joanna Gaines, the folks who hosted the the TV show Fixer Upper, you know, they've got their own network with Discovery. The start date for that network has been pushed back because of production delays with COVID-19. But this past week, they announced that they are going to reboot their hit show Fixer Upper. So that is coming out. The network is set to launch sometime in 2021, not an exact date yet. They currently have 14 original programs in production and 22 more in development, and that includes the revamped Fixer Upper series. You want your kids to do well in school, right? Well, if so, you might want to encourage them to become friends with good students. Recent study shows that students who are friends with high achievers will also do well academically, while conversely, those who hang out with slackers, <laughs> they see their grades suffer. Uh, the study also showed that kids usually don't consider academic performance when they're choosing friends, and that students with good grades tend to become more popular anyway because they have good grades. So it's not like you're asking your kids to hang out with a bunch of people that nobody's going to like. You just If you can push them in that direction, that might help them academically. This past week, I posted my first ever TikTok video, and I did it because I saw a video on there from a young lady. It was a Tupperware cleaning hack. You know how sometimes you use Tupperware and it gets kind of greasy and it stains in it. It's almost impossible to get that stuff clean. Well, she came up with a way to do it and it looked fabulous. So I tried it and I did a TikTok video of that. Mine did not come out anywhere near as good as hers. And then Instagram inside their app launched basically a copycat of TikTok. It's called Reels. It's kind of hard to find it inside the app, but that little uh, camera, Instagram's logo in the upper left-hand side when you open up your app on your phone, hit that, and that gives you the option. It opens up the camera and gives you the option to shoot video for live stories or for Reels. And I will put a link, because I know you're dying to see it, to my profile on uh, both Instagram and TikTok. And and. I only have the one video on TikTok. That's me trying that uh, Tupperware hack. You know, it's 2020. And a lot of us thought by 2020, we'd be driving around in flying cars. And that has not happened. And let me tell you, that's been a cause of some, uh, some concern for a lot of people. It's got a lot of people just a little disappointed. Well, New Hampshire just passed what they are calling the Jetson Law, which makes it legal to drive flying cars in the state. Not that there are any available, but several are in development and companies that are developing them have set up shop in New Hampshire because they want to be at the forefront of that new technology when flying cars, hopefully, eventually, someday become a reality. 
I'm going to, in the show notes for this uh, episode, I am going to share a link to a website for you that is just fascinating. With so many people being stuck at home, working from home, staring out the same old window, it can get a little bit boring, especially if you're home by yourself. There's no one to talk to. You're looking at the same scenery every day. That's what happened to a couple in Singapore. So they started this website called Window Swap. And basically what it is, it's 10-minute loop videos of looking out other people's windows. <laughs> but it's great because they're all over the world. I've watched some of the canals in Amsterdam. I've seen street traffic. A guy almost get hit on a bicycle on a busy corner in Brooklyn. The pyramids in Egypt. The, the beautiful countryside in uh, rural England. All over the place. I'll put a link to that website for you in the show notes of this episode. And this week's top bee story, because I'm a beekeeper and this stuff interests me. The Canadian Senate building has over three quarters of a million honeybees hovering around it. And it's on purpose because they set up 13 colonies there last year, each one decorated with the flag of one of Canada's provinces and territories. Those bee colonies are maintained by a local hotel, which will use the honey in their restaurant. Now, they started this back in 2019 with about 100,000 bees in the 13 colonies. You do the math. I don't know how many bees that is. That's not a lot of bees per colony, but they're up to over 750,000 now. You know, I have been doing this radio thing for a very long time, and I've had the opportunity to interview countless artists and authors and, and people, and I have a bunch of those interviews archived. And I'm not sure exactly what we're going to call this feature, but I, I plan on having this as kind of a recurrent feature on the podcast, at least uh, for season three. We're going to start out with an interview that I did with Lauren Daigle. Lauren has just been having a tremendous couple of years uh, selling all kinds of uh, albums and singles, appearing on all kinds of major TV shows, doing interviews and performing live. Tremendous, tremendous young lady, tremendous talent. Well, I interviewed her back in January of 2016. Her first record had come out, but she wasn't like huge, huge, huge yet. Matter of fact, this was before her first number one single. That single, Trust in You, came out later the month that I interviewed her from the album How Can It Be. Became her very first Billboard Hot Christian Song chart number one song. Stayed there for 18 weeks and won the Dove Award for Pop Contemporary Recorded Song of the Year. Also went on to be number one on the Billboard Christian AC and Christian Airplay charts and number 23 on the mainstream bubbling under Hot 100 singles chart. It was the number one airplay song of the year in 2016 and the number two Christian song of the year and number 17 for the Christian songs of the entire decade. I talked with Lauren about how she got started, asked her what she's got in the works. She said, maybe another album coming out. Turns out that later that year, she did release Behold, a Christmas collection in October of 2016. Her Look Up Child album would not come out until 2018 and that is her most recent one as of the publishing of this podcast so let's go to that interview with lauren daigle hey jerry it's so good to meet you good i'm doing you. great now where are you um currently i don't know <laughs> are you on the bus just, all i know is that we're in pennsylvania <laughs> are, are you on the bus yes i am okay so you're ahead where, where are you tonight do you know 
Um, I know we're in Pennsylvania. Let me see. We are <laughs> at University Park. Okay, and then tomorrow you're in Columbus, Georgia. Columbus, Ohio, I think. Oh, really? Maybe, uh, you know what, you could be right. Yeah, it's Ohio. It is my favorite. I love Columbus, Ohio. I'm so excited. Well, then you're going to be with us in Atlanta the day before the Super Bowl, February the 6th. And that's the one we care about. And that is my brother's birthday as well. So I'm like, okay. It's going to be a great day. And I used to live in Atlanta. I love it over there. But it's funny because a lot of the people that we're on the bus with for this tour, a lot of them are from Atlanta. This has been kind of a whirlwind for you. Now, you've been doing this how long now since you've been signed? Um, I was signed 30 years ago. And, well, I, I got signed in Nashville, obviously, but it was kind of a crazy story. I, I was at LSU, went to school, and this band asked me to sing background vocals for them. So I sang background vocals on their record, and it went number one on iTunes. And then Centricity, the label I'm with, contacted them and said, Hey, we want to take you and your band up to this indie artist retreat. And whoever that girl is that's singing background vocals, let her know she's more than welcome to come too because we have one more female spot available. So she could just come up as a solo artist if she'd like. So I was like, ooh, a free trip to the mountains for a riding workshop? workshop." I was like, that sounds great. And I really had no idea what it was for. (laughs) And I went up there, and the morning of the showcase, and we're supposed to sing for the label, the band that I went up there with, the lead singer got, an emergency appendectomy. So they said, Lauren, can you stand in for us? I said, sure, absolutely. (laughs) So I jumped in and I sang. And after that, the label was like, you should come to Nashville and just write for a week. So I went to Nashville. I wrote for a week and I said, okay, I'm moving here. And they're like, what? And I said, yeah, I'm going to move to Nashville. They're like, oh my gosh. And I just, I dropped everything and, and left. And they said, okay, well, if you're that serious, then we want to sign you. So it was it was a lot of fun. It really was. It was such a season. It, it, you feel like it's a season of risk, but you find out quickly that there is no risk with the Lord. He's so good. That's an amazing story. <laughs> it's kind of a gutsy move on your part, but the, like you're right. When you've got faith in the Lord, you know that he's calling you to do something. You just go ahead and do it regardless of how silly it might seem to other people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And honestly, he has just answered all of the questions that I've had about, should I do this or should I not? Or You know, sometimes we have to take that leap of faith first and then he answers the question afterwards. You know, sometimes when you land after the week, that is where the question gets answered. Like, is this right or not? And the problem is, not a problem, but I know I get caught up in, but God, I just want to be right there in your will. I just want your perfect will. Can you let me know beforehand? He's like, well, my perfect will is for you to just love me, love others, and trust me in the process. And uh, I know that I can often confuse that with making sure I'm oh, do I take a right turn here or a left turn here? What do I do? And he's like, just stay in my presence. That's all that you need to do. And he really, he lets our hearts soar and lets our hearts come alive whenever we just really lean on him in all times. And that's really what it's been. It's just been me trying to figure out, okay, God, who are you in the midst of all this? And he's proven so, so faithful. So it's been sweet.
So are you working on anything new here lately, or is being on the road with Winter Jam keeping you kind of busy? Oh, it's keeping me incredibly busy. But we are. We are still riding while we're out on the road and doing as much as we can to be kind of focused on the next project. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Any kind of a target date for that, or you know, are we looking at 2016 sometime or beyond there? Probably beyond there. This year is, is still going to be a pretty busy year, and so I just, you know, there's something about keeping musical integrity while while going along the the musical journey. You know, I'm like, okay, I don't want to just pump out the a next cool song. I want it to be God breathed and and focused and really inspired and just hearing from Him in the process. So. I'm looking, my, my goal is to record this year with hopes that the album will come out next year. That's the plan. <laughs> well, it's good to have a plan. Good to have a plan. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I don't have you for very much longer. Let me ask you a question that might seem a little silly. How do you okay. wake How do you wake up in the morning? Oh, how do I wake up? Um, I, well, right now I'm waking up in a bus bunk, so it's pitch black. <laughs> So one of the first things I do is say, okay, A, what time is it? Because I have no concept of time because I can't see the sun. And then I, I turn on my light and I look for the time. And that tells me, okay, Lord, do I get up right now or do I stay asleep? What am I supposed to do? And so um, that's pretty much it. And then I, every morning I feel like it's a little different. Some mornings I hit my feet hit the floor and I'm running off. Okay, Ron, we have an interview at this time. Make sure that you're ready and you have to do this. And then, and then other days it's like, okay, all things will just have to be put on hold. I'm just going to sit and spend time with the Lord and I'm going to have my Bible time. And, you know, so it, it's definitely rushed some mornings and then still other mornings. Every morning is really different. So I'm trying to find a balance, that's for sure. Well, that's good. Yeah, and you need some of those mornings where you can just look at the clock and say, oh, yeah, got another hour to stay in bed. I yes, love those mornings. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Lauren. You have a wonderful trip, and uh, enjoy Columbus, Ohio, or Georgia, or wherever it happens to be. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Have right. a good one. Bye-bye. Let's see. So far... COVID-19, murder hornets, riots in some of our biggest cities, devastating wildfires, mystery seeds from China, a looming presidential election that already promises to be one of the ugliest campaigns in memory. Those are just the top line events so far this year. And it's only the beginning of August when I record this. Those events could understandably cause some people to feel a little unease or anxiety, maybe even lose hope. How can we overcome that feeling of dread that seems to be gnawing at us from every angle, every newscast, every post on social media? We rejoice. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. You've just painted a picture of doom and despair. How can you possibly suggest that I rejoice? Well, actually, I cannot take credit for that idea. The Apostle Paul first suggested it in his letter to the church at Philippi. Now, he didn't just throw that out there without context as a little, uh, have a good day, rejoice. No, with each suggestion, he provided a rationale. 
He said, Rejoice, and let your gentle spirit be known to all men. Why? Because the Lord is near. Then he went on to say, Be anxious for nothing, pray with thanksgiving, and let God know your requests. Why? Well, because the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And Paul then provides some alternative things for us to focus on, to think about, to, to dwell on, other than the negativity swirling all around us. He writes, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Well, the implication to not only dwell on or focus on these things, but to do these things comes as Paul wraps up this paragraph. He writes, the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things. And the God of peace will be with you. We are not only to think about the good, but to seek it out and to celebrate it. And when it seems like there is no good to be found, we're to become the champions of good and do good ourselves, especially in the face of of evil and darkness. And that's pretty much it for this episode of Life with Jerry Williams. Thanks again so much for taking some time to listen, for allowing me to be a part of your day. Please subscribe to the podcast, and if your platform allows it, leave a review and a five-star rating. That will help other people find the podcast as well. Again, with this episode, shared a number of things, and I will have links to everything I told you I was going to have links to in the show notes of this episode. That includes that uh, window swap or whatever it was website that I told you about. That that's really kind of fun. You can let me just warn you, you can burn a lot of time on uh, on that website. Also, to my TikTok and Instagram profiles, in case you want to see that video of me trying to scrub that. Tupperware out. Next week, another Monday, another episode of Life with Jerry Williams.